and welcome to Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. I'm your aptly named host of your favorite hebdomadal podcast. Oh, I'm glad you're with me. I'd come down with trigonitis if you inflamed me with the idea that you missed this week's show. Technology governance. Sounds boring. In anyone else's hands, it might be. But Maureen Walbioff brings her energy and lightness to help us understand the symptoms of unmanaged tech, the value of a technology governance group, and strategies for easing common technology pain points. Maureen is the nonprofit accidental techie. This continues our coverage of N10's 2023 Nonprofit Technology Conference. On Tony's Take Two, a great nonprofit podcast. We're sponsored by DonorBox. With intuitive fundraising software from DonorBox, your donors give four times faster. Helping you help others. DonorBox.org. Here is Technology Governance. Welcome back to Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio coverage of 23NTC. You know what it is. You know it's the 2023 Nonprofit Technology Conference hosted by N10. You know that we're in Denver, Colorado at the Colorado Convention Center. What you don't know is that now I'm with Maureen Walbioff. We are sponsored at 23NTC by Heller Consulting, technology strategy and implementation for nonprofits and very grateful for their sponsorship. Maureen Walbioff is nonprofit digital strategist and technology coach at the nonprofit Accidental Techie with Maureen Walbioff. So she's also aptly named. And uh, by the way, Coralie says hello. I say hello right back to Coralie. All right. Coralie yeah. was uh, our last our last interview. Wonderful. She's, you worked with her where? She didn't say uh, where. Firefly Partners hired her a million years ago. Uh, oh, at Firefly. At Fire, you were at Firefly. I was. I was one of the owners and a partner for oh. 10 years. Uh, oh, with, do you know Jen Fraser all up and she's down? She's staying in my hotel room this week. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yep. You guys are very tight. Very Jen. tight. Right. Yep. I'm going to the Firefly dinner. So am I. I will you were, see you there. Yeah, you mm-hmm. said you were a founder. You were I was fa- one you were of Firefly the, founder. Mm-hmm. Yep. You and Jen, Jen Fisher, yep. or was there another, or no? Uh, 2008. Uh, some silent business partners came together and gave us an opportunity to start an agency. Oh, meaning give and you cash? Is that what they that means? gave us a little money. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh. And we were uh, fully remote from day one when all we had was AOL Instant Messenger to <laughs> chat with each other. That will tell you Excellent. how long ago that was. So 2008, you said, yeah. was your founding? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then when did you leave Firefly? Uh, 2018. So stayed for 10 years. Yeah. And then uh, I felt like I was so far away from the organizations themselves to actually lend a hand because we had people like Coralie who were working directly with our clients. So uh, I sold my shares and uh, left the organization and started my own solo consultancy at that point. Wow. I've known Jen Frazier for just a few years, but I I didn't know that, uh, and I've known you since you were on Nonprofit Radio last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I, I just didn't know about the connection. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. You know, we're all, all right. connected here at NTC. All right. We? So we'll see you. I'll see you at the pizza party tomorrow. Fabulous. Tomorrow, that's tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. All right. Uh, Maureen Walbioff. <laughs> we're talking about technology governance for accidental techies. Yes, we are. All right. Why did you feel that this was important enough that it 
merited a session at uh, 23 NTC? Because most organizations, whether they're large or small, um, have simple technology or very sophisticated technology, really struggle with managing it as a holistic ecosystem. So the fundraising folks handle their tools, the communications folks handle their tools, but but you know when we bring these products, software, CRMs into our organizations, it's really tricky to get it all to talk to each other, to work well, to make decisions for the best interest of the organization as opposed to just the users of that system. So often when I work with nonprofit clients, it's the first time the right group of people, like a cross-functional collaborative group of people, have sat down and made decisions about technology together with everybody's interests and needs in mind. And it makes your systems work better and it helps you get a return on investment. So we're envisioning a, a nonprofit where there are disparate systems, like there's an accounts payable, there maybe there's a treasury system. Yep. Maybe there's another bookkeeping system or something. Mm-hmm. There's of course a fundraising system. There's an HR. Email marketing, peer-to-peer fundraising, volunteers, okay. Okay. etc. Now, what about the companies that endeavor to put all these under one uh, mass name, like like I don't know, Salesforce. Does yeah. That, Salesforce. Or Blackboard. Blackboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the, do those actually? help small and mid-size our listeners are in small and mid-size shops yeah yeah there's there's no um i don't know there's no thousand employee Mm -hmm. uh non listening most likely yep so do those big do those big names work for uh, small and mid-size listeners they can they can if they're governed if someone is paying attention to them if the right people are talking about what's working what's not working Usually what happens in the small to mid-sized shops is the stuff as a whole is not cutting it, you know, or you've got redundancy. You've got two platforms that do the same thing or more, or even something as simple as multiple Canva accounts, you know, like let's talk about what you have, bring it all together, um, make sure that users are supported, make sure that you know what you're spending on this stuff and that the data is moving around between the systems instead of um, data silos, because that's really where the, the power of all these tools comes in is, yeah, you can pay your staff, yeah, you can collect online donations, but if different people have different needs and they're not sitting together collaboratively making decisions, it causes friction and uh, frustration. Often folks feel like they need to be a technology expert in order to govern their technology so they don't do it. Right, right, right. Or they feel like, hey, I'm paying for this thing. It should just do what it's supposed to do. It's like if you hired a new staff person and never onboarded them. Eh, they're a professional. They know what they're doing. They'll just come in here. We'll give them a computer and they'll go not going to perform as well as uh, a person who is managed, uh, overseen, and kind of guided to be the best that they can be. All right. Let's talk about some of these symptoms of of an unmanaged Mm -hmm. uh, technology bundle, stack, tech stack. Tech stack. I I sound like a a tech stack. I sound like a pro. Totally. I'm a pro. Uh, Tech stack. uh, Yeah. What does this look like? 
that we know we've yeah. got uh, an ungoverned yeah. stack uh, surrounding us. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots engulfing of engulfing us. Maybe engulfing, it's engulfing us. Yeah, in like it's ta- an amoeba. We're a little unicellular. Well, u- amoeba is <laughs> unicellular also. We're something smaller than an amoeba because amoeba have to eat too. And uh, the it's uh, we're being engulfed we're by this particle. amoeba yeah. tech stack. What some of the symptoms are are things like I just mentioned. You've got multiples of the same function. Three email tools. Why? You know, probably just one would be better. Uh, that way you can get really good at that in addition to only paying for one thing. Staff are doing a lot of manual work that could be automated. So uh, I've worked with an organization, small organization, where everything was people-powered even though they were paying a lot of money for the technology that they had in-house. So change management, user adoption, none of that stuff was actually being taken care of. Um, Your technology budget can grow dramatically year over year, and no one really knows what you're paying for everything. Mm. Waste of money, waste of time. Uh, You can also have turnover on your team if they feel like they're um, their pain points or their uh, ideas for improvement are not being heard, they will leave. And then you'll need to start all over again. So it usually hits, there's a there's a plan problem. You don't have a plan for how you're going to use all this stuff together. There's a people problem. Your folks are not trained properly or don't have the right skills to be successful using this stuff. Platforms, maybe you're not in the right system or there's a big gap. Or a business process problem. So a governance group small and scrappy meet once a month and kind of do updates with each other hey here's what we're working on in our area of the tech yeah. stack we're gonna we're gonna get to the technology oh, gov- we're gonna okay. get to uh your your tgg the, yeah yeah the, the technology TGG. Gover- that's right <laughs> your technology governance group um but i just want to see any more any more symptoms of um, a of a malfunctioning large technology. frustration and you might not be you might be confusing your supporters because if they have one platform that they're using that looks and feels very different from another platform, like I'm a volunteer and a donor, and the rules are different, um, depending on which system I'm using, um, you probably are not giving your supporters the seamless experience that all of this stuff that we say we have to have inside our organizations to engage our supporters effectively. you're, you're failing on that promise. You know, you're paying a lot for something that feels clunky, frustrating, lots of manual workarounds. So a solution is the technology governance group. It can be, yeah. All right, all right. Who should be a part of our TGG? The TGG is an interesting little animal because when you think about oh, another meeting, like I have to be part of another group, I have to go to another meeting, it uh, pre-fatigues uh, most of us, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I'm not, not into that so much. Yeah. But if you pick the main system owners or users, like the person who's your database manager on the fundraising team, somebody from marketing and communication, somebody and from finance. You made the point earlier, this does not have to be a technology person. No, 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 Because no. small and mid-sized shops, you may not even have a tech person. You it, probably you may, don't. Your, your, your IT support may be outsourced. Or your kid, you know, in some cases, <laughs> oh, depending I, on the I organization. We're that, yeah. No, we're not. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not. We're, we're not, not past it. Not we, past it. Are we it. past the server in the dripping 
uh, dripping mop closet? Let's are we hope. Past, are we past that? Let's hope everybody's in the cloud and they're paying attention to security and password management and all that good stuff that okay. they should all be right, doing. Let's assume that. Okay. But the, the technology <laughs> governance group meets once a month for four months, for an hour a month. And you've got to appoint somebody to come up with an agenda so that it's a real meeting. It's not just everybody sitting and complain. Uh, I hate this. I've asked six times to get a new whatever, whatever. That's not the point of this meeting. The point of this meeting is to talk about what you're doing in your systems. Maybe make some business process decisions. Uh, I'm working with an organization right now who is starting to make plans to text their supporters. They've got the platform in place, but they don't have any business rules around it. So the data guy, the communications person, and um, a couple of other folks are part of this TGG. And we just had our April meeting a couple days ago on Monday. And the everybody shared updates for a few minutes, got the mic for about 10 minutes. And then we spent the second half an hour hammering out what the communication policy was going to be for collecting text, uh, cell phone numbers, and using them across the organization. Uh, so they were really able to say, we want to provide the same experience to everybody, whether they're filling out a survey or making a donation. And here's how we're going to set up our system so that they align with our business rules. They had never had a policy before, never thought about texting organizations. So rather than having that happen in a silo, just in communications, you need your data person who is going to make the changes that says, you know, here's my cell phone number and the checkbox that says, yep, I'm opting in. You folks can text me. That would have probably taken six months to pull off if we had not sat down and talked about it for 25 minutes as a group. It's time for a break. Stop the drop with DonorBox, the online donation platform. How many possible donors drop off before they finish making the donation on your website? That is tragic. You can stop the drop and break that cycle with DonorBox's ultimate donation form. Add it to your website in minutes. It's freaking easy. So easy. When you stop the drop, the possible donors become donors. Four times faster checkout, easy payment processing, no setup fees, no monthly fees, no contract. You'll be joining over 40,000 U.S. nonprofits. DonorBox, helping you help others, DonorBox.org. Now back to technology governance. Why did you say the uh, the group only meets for four months? Uh, because when you're first starting out, it feels like a big deal to say we're going to meet every month for the rest of our lives as long oh, as we're working okay. here. I, so I the, reassure folks. Yeah, yeah, no. We'll take it in four month increments. <laughs> four month increments. Um, the other thing is these groups take a little while to gel, right? You've never really talked about this stuff as a group before. Um, what what gets raised in here, what needs to be uh, turned into its own initiative with an owner, like, hey, Kathy, you're going to go work with whoever on this texting thing and then report back to the group next month. Um, we've even had conversations like, um, what do we need from each other? 
on these um, codependent technology initiatives, improvements, problem solving, stuff like that. All right. This is all uh, fodder for the agenda. Yeah, you exactly. You said it has to be an agenda. It has to be an agenda. Right. Um, and, you know, my agenda, if I'm running the group for an organization, which I do often in these first couple months to just like set it up and run it, facilitate these meetings, then I just hand it over to somebody at the organization and they keep running it. Um, do you know the four stages of group dynamics, four stages no. of group formation? No. Okay, so you have forming, storming, which is where the second meeting happens and people are like, you're not letting me do what I wanted to. Okay. <laughs> then there's norming, where you start to settle in, that's month three, performing you hit at month four, where people know what to expect at these meetings. You often then might- that's the last month. That's, that could- so that's it, they wrap it up with- a, You've governed well, your technology, you folks. Start, you, are, you are all done. Then you have to start again with forming. Yeah. And you gotta go through the norming and the storming Every and the norming. Every time somebody new hits the team, all you right. go through these stages, but that's another right. another uh, Group uh, interview okay. for something else. Okay. Uh, but the first four months, you're sort of figuring it out. You're gelling, you're, you're developing your group rules and the things that are important enough to talk about at these meetings. Um, and then send notes around. Somebody takes notes or you record the meeting and send the recordings around. And everybody's responsible for following up on their stuff. So at the end of every TGG meeting, you've got a little five minutes where you say, all right, here's the action items coming out of this meeting. You're going to do that. You volunteer to do this. You two are going to work together on that. And then it, the life of the meeting extends outside the meeting and between yeah. meetings and kind of gets people rowing the boat in the same direction instead of in a circle, which is what it feels like sometimes. Okay, right. So there's work between the meetings, mm -hmm. collaborative. Yep. Uh, like you expect of your committees on your on your board. Exactly. It should be right. You know, hopefully your board is not only working one quarter, uh, two hours every quarter. That's a that's a that is a low performing board. board. Yes. <laughs> that's um, right. But right. yes, so, uh, yeah. that's exactly you have right. Shared responsibilities, mm -hmm. uh, accountability, yeah. of course, all yeah. that stuff. And uh, you're working right. together in the in service of helping this technology meet your mission instead of individual teams you know, kind of elbowing each other out of the way right. to, to get stuff to Finance, communications, yeah. fundraising, okay. Mm -hmm. Anything else about our, uh, our technology governance group we should know? Uh, it should go longer than four months, <laughs> so I'll just right. say. Okay. Most that of the time, the, yeah. you keep... Don't keep wrap it, it up, yeah. The other benefit to these meetings can be helping you with at budget time because tech is often spread tech funding is often spread between different business units or cost centers at an organization and so coming together and talking about what's going to be in my budget what's going to be in your budget oh we need to work on something that benefits both of us whose budget should that go in mm -hmm. um, helps you earmark those funds for when it's time to work on those projects okay cool let's let's move to um Problem solving methods mm. for uh, for common pain points. So we identified the pain points. Right? Some of them, that sure. The, mm -hmm. Oh, is there more? Don't hold out on nonprofit radio <laughs> listeners. Like Everybody redundancy, <clears throat> turnover, redundancy, turnover, uh, frustration. Um, yep. Uh, uh, out of control budget. Yep. Systems doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. what, is there more? Um, Don't hold back. Let's uh, see. I'll shut your mic. Uh, I, <laughs> if I think you're holding that's off, a, that's if I a hold real you, threat. Back. Um, the other 
one that I think uh, is poor business relationships with your technology vendors. Oh, very good one. All right. Mm -hmm. Frustration talking to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not getting good service or not getting your solutions. We we would probably default and say it's the vendor's problem. Often. But it it could be our own. Could be our own internal problems because mm-hmm. we're we're feeding the vendor six times a day That's with right. disparate uh, number one priorities. You got no, it. No HR. Who told you <laughs> fundraising was number one? HR is number one. And and exactly. who told you that it was accounts payable? That person is whacked. It's, right. uh, it's HR. So. You're on the phone with me now, so, mm-hmm. right, no, so I'm I'm number one now. Yeah, right. um, I the the other right. way to so think about not, that right. it may not be the vendor's problem. <clears throat> may not be the vendor's problem, and it might not even be a technology problem, Tony. Might be a person, people, yeah. and processes. Right, right. because we blame the technology yeah. first, second, and third. The stupid XXX, whatever it is, because we don't have to interact with that thing. Right. I don't have to go to lunch with that. CRM or whatever it happens to be. It's inanimate. So it's easy to complain about the whatever, but often you peel that back and that's not the root cause. So if you fix what you think the technology problem is, you have the same problem later and it starts to become this unsolvable problem at your organization. You don't have the appetite to take another run at it after the first couple and you just start living with it, which is never a good idea because it's always going to get a little Uh, worse. Time. Accommodation. Mm-hmm. It's bad in your personal life. It's bad in your technology That's life. That's right. Boundaries, accommodation, <laughs> these things are important. Solve the right root cause. Yes. That's right. All right. So some some uh, you have some methods. I do for have solving some methods. these pain points. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of them is uh, the five whys. Have you heard the five whys? I don't know the four stages of, <laughs> of group dynamics. I don't I know got the five, five whys. I for you right now. I know the uh, I know the seven colors of the rainbow: mm-hmm. red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. In the right order too. Yeah, I'm impressed. Oh, Roy G. Biv. Yeah. yeah. So I know those. Uh, I know the five crime families in New York. <laughs> Uh, Bonanno, Colombo, Gambino, Genovese, Lucchese. We talk about the, the most five, fascinating. So I know the five crime families uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not know the the, the five, five whys. No. Okay. So the five whys are someone makes a statement, right? Like a problem. Oh, I know statement. the three wise men: uh, Balthazar, Melchior, and uh, who was the other one? Oh, oh. Uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's what yeah, I no, know, no, but, but I don't know who brought uh, what. B- Balthazar, Melchior, and uh, see, I don't even an know e? the three wise men. An e? Ebenezer? <laughs> no, that's the no, that's the that's the Christmas story. Caspar, Caspar, Balthazar, Melchior. I think I'm pretty sure that's a cat. Folks, you're learning Kaspar. so much today. So I interrupt. I rudely interrupt the guests. <laughs> I know something else. If I think of something else, this I know. Is why I'm you're gonna, so fun. See, there's so few things that I know. I have to <laughs> shout them out. Is, Whatever I get an opportunity. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, the five whys, five whys of what? Uh, five whys of uh, root problem identification. So root somebody identification. might say, okay. this email tool is terrible. I can't segment my uh, audiences. Like I can't send to donors and non-donors. It's a pain in the neck to do that. Can't do it with stupid email tool. Why can't you do that is the first why first why and someone might answer that question well um, I can't do it because we're collect we're getting data from other places and putting it into the email tool and so we're not collecting that information over here all right so it's not an email 
problem. It's actually a data it's problem. A collection. It's a- and it's tagging, right? Like donor. Tony's a donor. Maureen's a non-donor. There's no easy way in your database to pull those audiences out and make sure that they get the right message. So that is probably a business process problem, not necessarily a technology Technology. problem. So that was a simple little example of one of those problem-solving techniques, the five Okay, and that why was, why can't you, Mm -hmm. why can't we do this? Yeah, why can't we do this? Well, I don't get the data in the way that I need. Why don't you get the data in the way that you need? Because we collect it over here. Well, why do you collect it over there? So yes, five whys. People get annoyed. First two whys are easy. As you go through Ys, three, four, and five, people get annoyed because they really have to dig deep and think about it. Okay. So that's okay. we that's could we one. could have the we could have the play on uh, the five Ys. <laughs> why, the the wise wise. The wise wise. Wise wise. W i s i e. The wise the five wise wise. Yeah, that's right. The five wise guys or the five wise wise. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So that's one problem why. solving yeah, yeah, yeah. method. The, yes. this, another problem solving method. So wait, so these methods, oh. you're asking these questions Ask. internally? Mm-hmm. You're asking these five questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And literally sitting with it. Um, the, in uh, your technology governance group? In your governance group or in or a broader, little spinoff. Or? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, everybody's got technology gripes and pain points and wishes that it was different or easier no. or hard. They want the easy Say button. No. Say it's not true. <laughs> Just today, the QR code to open my hotel room door did not work on my phone. So, yes, I am right there with you. Oh, I still go for the, I still go for the cards. You, you, so you go... You go I, with the app this and try time, to but guess the, what? I had to go to the desk Bonvoy and app. get a get a card. You had to get a card. See, <laughs> I haven't. I, I never. I, I've never tried opening the. I just give me a card. Give me a key card. Boarding passes. I'll print the boarding pass and have it on my phone oh, you do just that? in oh, case. See, uh, I trust yeah. the app for the boarding yeah. pass. See, everybody's got their lines right. that they right. draw. But I won't do the hotel room because I don't want to be tired. And not able to get uh, in, and you know, mm-hmm. looking for my nap, and then I got to freaking go downstairs <laughs> again. Talk about first world problems. I have to go down to the lobby again, and then I was wait just, in I just line had drinks and there. I know. Come on. All right. Yeah. You're more trusting on the hotel front. I can be. I trust the airlines more. It burned more. me this time, trust, but yeah, yeah. Right. I tried it. I tried it. What hotel brand was that? Let you down? Are you that, the Sheraton? That would be uh, the Hyatt Regency across oh, the street. Oh, you're at the fancy one. Oh, I'm, I'm at, at the, the fancy one. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. No. All right, second why. Second why. No. Stop digressing. Morning, Bobby. <laughs> Can you stay on track? God's Apparently sake. not. Apparently not. Um, so that was one problem-solving technique, First right? First one. Right. Yeah. Why can't we do it? Why, why, why can't, why what's we... the problem and why are we having right. the problem right. so that you're fixing the right thing? Okay. We're fixing past, the right thing. We're past thing. that one now. We're finally. past that one. I'm not going to stop you. So another, um, another common situation is... Uh, people get frustrated because the technology doesn't work. I don't know how to do this, or it's too hard to do a thing. Um, That's usually a training issue, right? Like someone got hired, they got a login, and thoughts and prayers, here you go. (laughs) You're young, you can figure it out. You gotta, people, if you take nothing away from this interview, please, please, please budget for training and support. 
everybody needs it. Some of us are more naturally agile when it comes to technology. Others, not so much. But the way you get a return on your investment of the stuff that you're buying and using is if your team is empowered to use it well, efficiently, effectively. And when we figure it out on our own, we usually don't figure out the easy and effective way to do it. We sort of stab our way through it. Ah, I made it work. That's fine. So empowering your uh, staff to be competent and confident in the systems that they're using to do their jobs. Um, Staff morale goes up. You're spending uh, way less time fighting the technology and more time using it. So uh, a common problem is this thing isn't working for me or I can't figure it out. So pay for some training. That would be important. Okay. So which why is wh- uh, what, the, which why, why is this? No, no, no. Why the, can't I do this? Why, why? why, does, why is this so hard? Or why doesn't it work? Why doesn't, why doesn't this work for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why mm-hmm. is it so hard for me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's time for Tony's Take Two. Nonprofit Radio is listed on Nonprofit News Feed's list of the great nonprofit podcasts. And if they numbered the list, we'd be number one. We're top of their list. In fact, I believe their list is misnamed. It ought to be the great nonprofit podcast, plus a couple others. Oh, but uh, very great. We're at the top of the list. Very thankful, very grateful to Nonprofit News Feed. Thank you very much for the recognition. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank you, our listeners. You help us get the recognition. You keep the show, you know, it's not always number one. Nonprofit Radio has been on lots of lists where it's like number 14 out of 12. Uh, you know, we've been down, we've been down on some lists, but it doesn't matter. You know, the, the ranking doesn't really matter. Although if I was going to do one, I would do it alphabetical. I think I'd do alphabetical with nonprofit radio at the top, of course, because the alphabet is going to start with the N and then, and then it reverts back to A, et cetera, the boring way. That, that would be, uh, that would be my list. So thankful to nonprofit newsfeed and I'm thankful to you, our dear listeners, thank you very much for helping us get the recognition. It really is gratifying to be on uh, any list of nonprofit podcasts. But, but I mean, if you could be at the top of the great one, uh, you know, you may as well. And that is Tony's Take Two. We've got buku buttloads more time for technology governance with the very unboring Maureen Wabioff. Another problem-solving technique that is uh, really easy is to map your ecosystem, like use PowerPoint or Visio or Miro or some whiteboarding tool. Zoom has a whiteboard tool. And literally make bubbles of all of the things that you have. Make a circle. My website is purple over here and my database is over there. And lay out what you have. Like most of the time collectively, nobody really knows all the stuff that you have and the stuff that you're using and what's working and what isn't. So figuring that piece out and having that map that changes when we swap email tools or we change our volunteer system or our finance system, um, making that map be accurate 
will also help you pinpoint where the problems are really coming from. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I hate our website, but whatever. Like, I, our, uh, it doesn't work on a phone. Maybe that's a problem. Who should be working together on fixing that problem? Is it really a problem or is it just a problem for somebody who's using a Windows phone, you know, from 2015? So taking the time to have those collaborative conversations is also really, really helpful once you've got it all written out um, and you can then no, we do have six email tools or three people have Canva accounts. We should probably consolidate that stuff. And, and what is this uh, consolidated under? What why? Yeah. What, which what why are we talking it's, about now? Uh, it's third have as small a footprint as you can get away with. Just because you think you need something, um, people can sneak tools in without telling anybody. Yes. You know, like somebody inside a, a fundraising team goes a little rogue and says, we're going to add something new. Right. Nobody else knows about it. Um, and you're not getting the benefit of having that thing used to its fullest extent. Because okay. tech is expensive. And it's kind but of frustrating. Doesn't this have to start with why? Does it no, start no. With the word the why? five whys was one of the problem-solving techniques. The five whys is one of the problem-solving techniques. Right. So aren't we on the five whys? We only did two of the whys. No, no. The five whys. We're why, on the third why. Five whys is a thing, all unto itself. So the five whys helps you identify the root cause of your problem so you can fix the right thing. Right. These are other symptoms with problem-solving ideas for teams to use if they've got people who say, this is too hard for me to use. Right. Why is this so hard? Yeah, yeah, why is this so hard? Not everything maps back to a why. Oh, it I'll doesn't? I'll tell you. Oh. Well, why is this called the five whys then? <laughs> you need to Google the five whys after this interview. Oh, so you know, in other words, you don't know. I do know, but I think we've mixed them <laughs> well, up a little bit. We've mixed our um, metaphors right, well, slightly. You want, I guess you want to blame it on a lackluster host. Which, no, never. Uh, never. It's, it's happened before. You're the most lustering it's, it's of hosts. It's happened before. Oh, like, oh, lustrous. 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 Not lusting. Well, not, lustering, lustr I lustrous. said, but yes, lustrous. lustrous. All, right, so, all right, so don't look for everything to start with a why like Correct. I was. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are on number four, though, now, yeah. right? Yeah. So we finished mapping. We finished mapping. mapping mm -hmm. Looking where we have redundancies. Mm -hmm. People snuck shit in that yeah. they should not have. Mm -hmm. we, that's, your technology governance group advised you not to do that. Correct. We told you, now, you're rogue. So you're rogue. and Do we boot you off? Um, or do we try to keep you in the group and remediate you? Always better to keep better. you in the group. Yes. Get you All to right. come along right. to the group dynamics. Tony wanted to boot your ass. <laughs> But the rest Maureen of the members says, no. said no. Please so stick around. Be, be try, one of us. Try be to let part us of the group. You. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, you're better off on the inside. That's right. That's right. All right. And then the last no, technique. Four. We're on four. We're on four. The second to last yeah. technique. <laughs> penultimate. It's the penultimate. Penultimate is what I call a no filter pain point activity. And what that means is you grab your team. And if it's virtual, there. Uh, if you come to the session tomorrow, I do have in the collaborative document. Nobody, uh, nobody listening is coming. Nobody's listening is coming because no, it's, it's, it's afterwards, it's right? It's, it's not possible. So those who, if you want, <laughs> make an Excel spreadsheet. No, or do you have a, a resource? I do or, have a resource. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's a no filter pain point worksheet. And it's work. not on the uh, the. The Accidental Techie website. It is. It's, yes, it's under free resources. You can get okay. it there. So go. What's your site? Meetmaureen.com. Oh, that's clever. Uh, that I liked it from last year. I remember yeah. that. Meetmaureen.com. Yep. 
click free resources. Click resources in the top navigation, you will find this worksheet there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now let us know what the worksheet is. Right. So the no filter. I don't want you holding out on nonprofit radio listeners. No, I'm I have not so have much it. stuff. I won't, I won't so have it. much stuff. Right. Um, the no filter pain point worksheet is a place. It's sort of a, a meeting and a worksheet all in one. So you grab your team and you dedicate 90 minutes, and everybody is allowed and encouraged to list everything about your technology that bugs them. Oh. Even, if, even if they've mentioned it 60 times and nobody did a damn thing about it. Even if um, it's from a new staff person who has fresh eyes and is looking at some wacky thing that you're doing to work around some technology problem and they're like, is there a better way to do this? So everybody gets a chance to list out their stuff and then you organize it into those four P categories. Is this a plan problem? Is it a platform problem, a people problem, or a business process problem? So that also helps you get to the root cause. These meetings are super helpful. They're cathartic, number Mm, one, because people can unburden themselves of like, I really hate this X, Y, or Z thing. You also start to talk about things like maybe Tony hates this product, but Amy loves it. You might want to match up Amy and Tony so that Amy can help Tony figure out, you know, to get beyond the things that are frustrating or frictiony for you. So it's a, a good way to kind of get allies there. If everybody's like, we hate this thing, yes, allies, then you can make right, plans right. Can, to replace it. From the bottom up, we can... Yeah. Uh, um, I'm thinking of a verb for change. We can advocate for change. Yeah. Advocate. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a verb. Yeah. It is, advocate verb. is the noun. Advocate is the verb. That's yeah, right. So from the bottom up, yeah. try to make change. That's okay. right. Because okay. often the leaders at your organization... Helps to have allies. Yeah. yeah. Often the leaders at your organization sort of know that things are a problem, but they don't use these systems every day or right. even often at all. They've got an assistant who's pulling reports or, you know, giving them the information. Especially if it's the, um, the, the, the gadfly, uh, the, the perennial tech whiner coming, yeah. you know, that, that person uh, needs, needs allies. Mm-hmm. They do. And they need to feel heard. Yeah. And then you sort of prioritize stuff. You're not going to get to all of it. Um, another way to break the pain point worksheet results down is what are issues, things that are problems, and what are opportunities. We want to grow our monthly giving program. Our current system makes us manually run our supporters' credit cards every single month. I don't want to grow my monthly giving program if it means I'm going to have to hire somebody else to start to run these credit cards. So what are we going to do about our technology so that we can grow without it turning into a problem for our team? Okay. Yeah, issues and opportunities, another way. And you just pick. You keep that list as a parking lot. You can add new stuff as it bubbles up or appears, and you just methodically work your way through those things. Instead of being an individual experience of a problem, you've kind of made it an organizational list of things that need to be addressed. I always bristle at the parking lot metaphor. Do you? Why? It's 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 because it's, 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 it's childish. Is it's it? It's a cue. It's a cue. It's a it's a. It, it's a wait list, you know. Wait the list. Parking lot. We're going to put your, your ideas. Plus, I heard it said once <laughs> in some training. 
I think I may have been go back to when I was on the parking lot on the was a miserable employee <laughs> years ago, decades ago, and yeah, we were in some training and some some facilitator. Mm. Well, that's not quite on point. Let's put your very good idea into the parking lot. Dude, I totally he, he, he was talking he was, he was talking to a what was a guy talking to a woman. Like he should have patted her on the head. Ooh, it was so condescending. It was and, so condescending. Mm. Yeah, he may as well have patted her on the head. I didn't mean he should have. He may as well have. Mm-hmm. It just the parking lot. Oh, where oh, good I'm, ideas go to die. Now I'm right? supposed to be so proud. <laughs> oh look, my I, I made the sticky that's over the window that nobody can see because the light's Behind coming the through. Behind the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the closet. I made the sticky in the backside of the closet door. My parking lot. Perhaps we moment, could call it lot a lower priority list. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's a queue. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a list of priori- right. it's priority lists. I'm going to start yeah. using queue or wait list. Yeah, uh, you've changed my mind. Parking lot, I don't know. It's just, it seems like a very pedantic metaphor. It is. People get it, but I understand I the, it, the, but con- the connotation that it can have. I totally yeah, understand Yeah, I don't that. know. It's, it seems like a child's game. I don't know. Parking lot. <laughs> All right. Do like have, you're I, playing Candyland and you kind of get stuck in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, right. I remember Candyland. Yeah, right. Exactly. A parking lot. Or, 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 yeah, or, or uh, it's like being in jail for Monopoly. Or, or in the sand Monopoly. trap if you golf. Yeah, you know? if you're a golfer. Mm-hmm. Let's not go too far with sports. Uh, <laughs> not, not my metaphors. No, no. no. Sand trap is golf mm. or that's tennis? It's golf. It's golf? Yeah. Has sand? Okay. Golf has sand. I think we have one more why. Mm-hmm. One more of the five whys, which don't all start with why. Which don't so all it's start with misnomer. Why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't put it in the parking lot, but it's just misnamed. The other, we have one more. One more, which is decide whether you're going to focus on internal problems or external technology problems. Things that affect your supporters, your subscribers, your volunteers, your oh, donors. Or your internal or processes. Or your internal processes. Like we talk about accounts payable, mm-hmm. human resources, mm-hmm. finance, yeah. budget. Right. Okay. Right. So that's the other way to kind decide? of tackle these things. How does the, Usually, how does the governance it's a little decide? of both. It's a little of both. It's very tempting to do either or. It's very tempting to be completely internally focused or completely externally right. focused at the expense right. of your team. Ignore us. We mm-hmm. need to help our supporters, mm-hmm. our, our, fundraiser, right. our fundraisers, our volunteers, our donors. But yeah. That, but, that, but on, that, on my back. That undervalues you know? your team. Mm-hmm. It's putting your team in the parking lot. It's and very bad. we don't want to lose value right. people, right. you know. Right. So, right. so a so bit a ba- of a balance, balance is good. Yeah. And and take small bites. That would be my, my other guidance here is when you've laid it all out there and you can see it, like in all its gross glory, all the things that you're struggling with, you can either feel very pre-fatigued, like, oh, we're never going to work our way through these things, or we're got to do them all, like right now, now that we know what they are. Just take small bites. Be realistic. Figure out how much time your tech governance team, your TGG, can spend on this stuff. Be realistic in your deadlines and expectations. If people can go fast and it's possible to go fast, let them. But always be honest with yourselves about what you have capacity to do. Otherwise, this will just be another governance group or another initiative that is too frustrating and it just disbands. Right. More another meeting, nothing ever happens yeah. here. Yeah, all we do is talk about it. Here's another example. Mm-hmm. You're, you're very big on preventing pre-fatigue. I am. You mentioned pre-fatigue three yeah. times or so. Have I really? Like, okay, yeah. well that's good for yeah. me to know. I don't, I'm not keeping track but exactly, but it's been three. Yeah, uh, I think our nonprofits and generally yeah. people are 
at capacity, kind of tired, running on fumes a lot, asked to do more with less um, in our small to mid-sized nonprofits. That's really hard, you know, like they don't have the budgetary shock absorbers that a larger organization might have to toss another consultant at it or buy another thing or throw money at a problem to fix it. Yeah. Small to mid-sized guys got to be scrappy. They're all spread really thin. Um, and so I just want to make sure that people are not using magical thinking when they're, you know, trying to fix their technology. It's very tempting to do that. Um, if you think you've got a technology problem and your first impulse is to switch it with something else, stop. Do those five whys. Find out what's really going on because you might move, spend all that time and money moving into something new, and you still have the same problem, and that's, that's not great. That's not a good thing. To say the least. I yeah, like people yeah. to be happy and optimistic at work, feel like they're set up for success um, to the best extent possible, and that they are going to work together to solve problems that's kind of what nonprofits and, do. And technology's role is to support yeah. that mm -hmm. good Make feeling, it easier. That, mm -hmm. Yet another support to and provide that And often it is something that is does not provide good feelings. Yeah. Like my key card. Like my QR code this morning. Exactly yeah. right. I would love to get your take. Right, we only have a couple minutes left. Okay. I'm going to ask you to be brief on this. I can. Artificial intelligence. Chatbots. Uh, chat GPT. The, they're... The, the, here they come. I, I see. I'm not. I'm not stopping it. But I, I see more. I Harm. see more risks than, than benefits. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's. The, maybe at 61, this is the technology that I'm going to be the luddite around. But what's your what's your take? I don't. I just. I, I don't want to prejudice your. You're no, a strong-willed strong person. You're not going to be prejudiced by my. I have opinions. Lackluster opinion. Um, I think that it's not going away. Definitely. So uh, I of think. Uh, people like us who are, you know, hesitant, hesitant. worried, yeah, yeah. Um, concerned, should get to know it and then decide for ourselves where it is beneficial and where it is not in our own work lives or personal lives because it's coming. It's here now. We're talking about boundaries then. Get what, acquainted with it. Yeah, know thy enemy. You know what I mean? Or know what I'm worried from the outside. Let me find out what I really should be worried about by playing with this thing or interacting with it. Um, I can tell you that I've got some organizations who are using it to write fundraising appeals in 30 seconds. Right. They use it as the first draft mm -hmm. and then they, and then they yeah. modify, they put their own tone mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. So it can't, you know, we've all been faced with that blank piece my, of paper. I know. My, my concern is, all right, we're yeah, getting into something. Okay. My concern is that that's the most creative thing that a fundraiser, mm -hmm. you take your example, can do, is be faced with a blank screen yeah. and create from that blankness versus seeding that most creative task mm -hmm. to the artificial intelligence and then you reducing yourself to copy editor. Yeah, yeah. I copy editor, that. I'm not diminishing copy mm -hmm. editors in the audience, the, the two or three of you that may be listening, mm -hmm. but... It's not as creative a task right. as working from from nothing and creating something. Right. So I I'm, agree. I'm, and then so that leads to my concern: Do we become less creative? Does that mean we become dumber mm. on an individual level, on a on a community level, on a on a world level? Do, 
are we, is it a dumbing down well, I'm because gonna, it's a seeding of the most creative mm-hmm. work that I think we can produce? I hear you, and I do agree with you to a certain extent. I also think if your annual giving manager is spending hours writing appeals when they could be stewarding a major donor prospect or doing some relationship building or mentoring a new staff person, if they don't have time to do all that stuff, it might make sense to offload some things not that you're going to use them just as is, but give yourself a bit of a starting right. point. Or use them sometimes, mm-hmm. but not but rely on them all the time. All the time, right. All right. We got to leave it there. Maureen, okay. brilliant. Always brilliant. wonderful to My spend pleasure. time you with you. Are coming to 24 NTC? Absolutely. It's in Portland, Oregon. I will be there. From Cape Cod to Portland? Absolutely. I will see you at 24 I NTC. I will see you at 24, Tony. Thank you. My pleasure. Maureen Wabioff, nonprofit digital strategist and technology coach at the nonprofit Accidental Techie with Maureen Walbyoff. Uh, meetmaureen.com. So smart. I love that. Meetmaureen.com. Thank you for, thank Maureen. Thank, thank you again. Thank you, Tony. Always fun. My pleasure, too. And thank you for being with our coverage of 23NTC, the Nonprofit Technology Conference 2023, where we are sponsored by Heller Consulting, technology strategy and implementation for nonprofits. Next week, best and worst of nonprofit newsletters and digital self-care and healing. If you missed any part of this week's show, you know what? I beseech you, find it at TonyMartinetti.com. We're sponsored by DonorBox. With intuitive fundraising software from DonorBox, your donors give four times faster. Helping you help others, DonorBox.org. Our creative producer is Claire Meyerhoff. The show's social media is by Susan Chavez. Mark Silverman is our web guy. And this music is by Scott Stein. Thank you for that affirmation, Scotty. Be with me next week for Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Go out and be great. <laughs>